Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are, in fact, free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, upvote the video, comment down below. That'll make us all very happy. Pratt Rogers joins us for his weekly segment. I'm going to say on Ole Miss football, because this is going to be a football episode anyway, but this is weekly segment on Ole Miss football. How you doing, Pratt? Man, great. Uh, enjoying a, a quiet, more quiet President's Day here. Um, so all good in my world. What's up with you? Oh, same thing. Today was a relatively nice day. Did some grocery shopping. Just got through with a nice supper. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be all right. There you go. Take that mm-hmm. all day. You know, looking at this, um, you mentioned earlier you kind of wanted to do letter grades of uh, offensively from the 2022 season. So we'll look back one more time. And I think we need to start with the quarterback position. It all starts with the quarterback position. Let's start there. What are, what are your thoughts on 2022 on the quarterback position? So, Stephen, I, I think – Really encouraged with Dart's performance, and obviously, as we've spoken before on this podcast, as the season progressed, he got better and better as an individual. What I really thought um, that we could really take away from today's podcast, too, is kind of how we wrapped up the recruiting cycle in 2023 at the individual positions, and you and I kind of discussed individualized letter grade for each uh, facet of the offense today and maybe next week we can go through the defensive side of the ball but for today I no doubt thought your original question on the quarterback side no doubt uh, got to give Lane Kiffin and guy and uh, and everybody a, a plus on the guys they were able to pull in I mean between Sanders Howard and the retention of Dart um, I'm extremely excited for the QB room um, i I think that's really what drives this team uh in in the upcoming spring and um into into the 2023 season i think is really just predicated on the the power at the quarterback position yeah the last time almost had a quarterback room anywhere like this like glenn griffin and jim weatherly were roaming the halls um in the quarterback meeting room we go back to the early 60s the last time it looked anything like this so it's really interesting to see. Um, earlier today's show, it was about, hey, can Walker Howard be the QB1 for this team? And talent-wise, he might be the most talented player in that room. And if it's off a of talent, he gets the ball out of his hands quickly and does a lot of the stuff that Matt Corral did in 2020 and 2021. The only thing he needs is seasoning. So if he comes out and has a good spring practice and a good fall camp, yeah, he can absolutely win this job. But Jackson Dart, a former Gatorade National Player of the Year, all the talent in the world, he's, he's a five-tool quarterback. If he adjusts a couple of little things in his game, he could make a big jump in year two. And then Spencer Sanders, he's a former four-year starter at Oklahoma State, won the Fiesta Bowl over Notre Dame in 2021. So... I mean, this quarterback room, like you said, has me unbelievably excited. Yeah, and I mean, that's an easy layup question, A-plus mm-hmm. all the way. Um, it'll be exciting for sure. Somebody's going to have a great season. Yeah, this one, this next one, we might, um, differ, might differ a little bit on it. But the running back room, because Quinshawn, he's obviously, he's an A-plus back. He's an elite back. He's somebody that yep. Ole Miss hasn't had in a long, long time. 
But I think Kedrick Riscano has a chance to be a breakout player for Ole Miss in the fall. Personally, I would put that room at an A just because it's an A-plus with Quinshawn and then it's an A with Kedrick Riscano because I think he is going to do a lot of the same stuff that Zach Evans was able to do. So I was that's funny you say A. I was going to say A as well, maybe A minus if you're being a, a little bit of a snob, but uh the retention of Quinshawn is what bolsters this team, no doubt. I mean, we all know that. And the way I'm kind of looking at it is how do you replace Zach Evans? And if Riscano can come in and replicate the yardage that Zach Evans had last season then or, or more than then we're, we're going to have an A-plus a plus running back room, I think. I mean, there's a little bit of uncertainty with Ulysses, Ulysses Bentley and his health. Uh, that's maybe what knocks me down to an A-minus is kind of what productivity is seen other than uh, the monster we know that Judkins is. But I, I would say A to A-minus on that one as well. And to, to say A-minus, you're a little bit of a snob, and that's all right, you know? Yeah, yeah and, and – when you look at the skill positions that Ole Miss has at their disposal, who's playing there, just an embarrassment of riches at running back, at quarterback, even at wide receiver. There might be, not be names that anybody remembers, but Trey Harris is an elite Conference USA wide receiver. He is going to be really good. Chris Marshall, Laquan Treadwell is all over his game. Aiden Williams, I saw him at the Under Armour game down here. Josh, I'm excited for him. Yeah, completely showed out. When you looked at him and they were just going through individual work, Aiden Williams was one of the best ones here. And like I saw in that whole team, and one of the MVP was that kid, Zachariah, whatever, that went to USC. Branch with USC, yeah. But in individual drills and things like that, you could just see the smoothness that Aiden had. Unbelievable catch radius, great route runner. And he gets to be a third wide receiver on this team. And that's not even including the slot receivers. There's so much talent that these guys have at their disposal. People are going to look at Jonathan Mingo going away from um, the team as a huge loss. Malik Heath, huge loss. Ole Miss did a decent job at replacing them. I am going, just because of I haven't seen it, I'm, it's kind of a show-me mode, I'm going to say B-plus at wide receiver. That's a, exactly what I was thinking, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen. B-plus, um, and 100% agree. It's just based off of repetitions. It's mm-hmm. We haven't seen a, a lot of Chris Marshall uh, in SEC play with Texas A&M. Um, we haven't seen a lot of Trey Harris in any SEC play at all. So, you know, I, I think there's a few question marks with that, but um, no doubt excited for the guys we've got returning. And quite frankly, if a few of these prior or younger players step up, I think we could have a really special wide receiver room. We just haven't seen that yet. And Kiffin, as we've talked about in the past, Kiffin doesn't love playing a multitude of players to give those young guys the reps they may or may not need. And uh, at that point, we just haven't seen a lot of in-game action from some of these guys. So I'm with you on that, B+, and I'm extremely excited for that room. I think that's kind of uh, the wild card uh, of, of the offense is how great can this receiving core be or 
you know, are we looking up at the end of the season and say, oh my gosh, nobody on the team could catch. So uh, I think there's a big question mark just because we haven't seen the reps, but I'm, I'm extremely excited, extremely bullish on the wide receiver room. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. And this is the one that I'm going to reframe how people look at this one because they're going to say, and it's the tight end room. And last year, tight end for Ole Miss was at best a D. It, it was, you're, you're being you're being kind. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it it was bad. So whenever Caden Priestcorn came in as a transfer, people might look at him as something else, but he's essentially an off upgrade over Casey Kelly. Which, if Casey Kelly's injury gets done, Casey Kelly is back. Michael Trigg, if he takes a step forward. So you're going from the Mississippi State game to where Jonathan Mingo was lining up at tight end at time from time to time to potentially having three or four players that can play that position. It was a D, like I said, and, and I'm being nice about that last year. I would put that as a B- minus right now um, for Ole Miss. Yep, I agree. Um, if you had asked me this time last year, I would have said A, a to A minus, you know, um, with Trigg and his upside. But we all know how that kind of turned out this season. And I really do think he gets his head screwed on right. And I really do think he comes out and play. But I'm looking at it through the exact same lens you are. Of If we are just strictly looking at this from an upgraded perspective of the talent that we previously had on the roster – I agree that this is probably somewhere around to be. Um, I think Priest Corn will do a great job. I think he's uh, a more much more serviceable catcher than Casey Kelly. Um, I think he's a great blocker, which Trigg is seemingly unwilling to do at this point. So um, I think he could be a kind of pretty good middleman between what we had in Trigg or the upside we hoped to have in Trigg and um, – kind of the upside in Casey Kelly of his blocking. Uh, I think that hopefully Priestcorn lands right in the middle of that and is a great player, and I think he will be. Yeah, and and Priestcorn could be a person that can unlock Trigg, and if that happens, this this tight end room goes from a B to an A almost instantly. It's all dependent on Michael Trigg waking up. Yep, I agree with that. And um, look, I, I think that Priestcorn's skill set brings a little bit different dynamic to the, the tight end room. And, you know, it could feed, uh, Trigg may be able to feed off that kind of, as you mentioned, but also may kind of pick up some new uh, techniques and, you know, from a, from a guy who's been there, done that. And I'm excited about Trigg. I really am. I just think he's too talented to kind of botch this season. I really do, Steven. Yeah. And finally, we'll go to the offensive line. Um, John Garrison takes over a unit that was a little bit maligned, but also people need to understand that this team does not pass block. It is mostly run blocking, which means that the quarterback holds the ball too long, does not get the ball out of his hands. It's going to look like the offensive line is not blocking the defensive line very well because it's easier to shed a run block than a pass block. Now, with that being said, Ole Miss is losing Nick Broker to the NFL. He's going to get drafted. But Ole Miss has picked up Victor Kern and um, Quincy McGee that plays the guard position. So it's going to be a similar fit to what we saw last year. Maybe John Garrison works a little bit of average. I'm, I'm just going to do a C-plus at the moment on the offensive line. Yeah, I, I don't think we I, I don't think we improved it O-line, honestly, I think it's 
probably tough to replace some of those veteran veteran players and um i think we've got depth this is probably the one position or one uh one position on the team where i feel like we've got depth but not necessarily maybe superstars i feel like at every other position maybe outside qb but it Running back, we've got a superstar. At wide receiver, we've got two superstars. At tight end, we've got one superstar. You know, and I I feel like hopefully we've got depth at O line, which is important. And may, it's hard to be deemed a superstar as an offensive lineman. They're not flashy guys, but I would probably say C. To be honest with you, Stephen, I don't uh, I don't really see where we we progressed forward on replacing talent that we lost in that, at that position at all. But, um, you know, well, I do think uh, we've got a lot of, lot of key players. Go ahead. Jake Thornton to John Garrison. That no we doubt. Need to, we need to see what happens. That could be the big addition that Ole Miss is getting this football season is that former Nebraska guy coaching the offensive line. Um, we'll see what that happens. But, you know, before we get out of here, what are you looking forward to in spring? What do you want to see? I mean, everybody wants to see the QB battle, duh. But I just, I, I feel like there's a lot more to be seen than just who gets first team reps, who gets second team reps, who's throwing the deep ball well. I think there's a lot to go on outside of that. I'm really probably looking at, uh, I know we've talked about him a lot on this podcast, but Trig, I just feel like he's got to come out and, and, get his head on right and, and do the right things and block. And I would be looking for him, not necessarily from a touchdown perspective, or uh, we, we know he's got the capability to do that, but I'm more concerned. Will he be a team player? Will he be on the field? I mean, I have no idea if he's, I know he's not suspended anymore and uh, I'm seemingly in good graces with the coaching staff, but I mean, he's a very critical part of this team, and I will be very interested to see if he lines up with the ones, the twos, or kind of how uh, you know he's progressing in, in the um, in the eyes of the coaching staff. Um, he would probably be my my number one uh, player I would like to watch the most. Um, outside that, I think I'm not concerned at running back. Um, be interested to see. Uh, maybe the chemistry with some of the quarterbacks and the wide receivers, but I think Trig is really what I'm keeping my eyes on. Any thoughts from you on that? Um, well, this is the thing with Michael Trigg that I think people need to look out for with the addition of Caden Briscorn at tight end. Look for Michael Trigg to play some slot receiver to where you're essentially putting two tight ends on the field at the same time, but in yeah. a standard formation to where you can use his freak athletic ability Inside the slot, work on mismatches, things like that. And that eliminates him having to block for the most uh -huh. part. Yeah, and Priest Corn can Priest Corn and if Kelly comes back, they can take the lion's share of that. Him and Jordan Watkins can sit over in the slot position. And this gives Ole Miss's offense some flexibility. This will help in the run game. Um, because there's a difference between Michael Trigg blocking a cornerback or safety or Jordan yep. Watkins. Uh, I, I think that is something we need to look for. I called last season, all season, I called for 20 personnel. Finally got it in the Texas Bowl. Not enough, but we got it in the Texas Bowl. So I think we'll see this offense evolve a little bit. But um, Michael Trigg at slot receiver and Caden Priestcorn together, you're going to see, I think, Ole Miss in some 12 personnel, in my opinion. 
No, I'd be excited to see that. Um, if you had to pick just uh, one player that you think will really ball out in the spring game, any ideas? Trey Harris. Oh, I, I like it. Yeah, I, I think he is the one that's going to absolutely go. And this is the reason why. Jackson Dart is addicted to outside wide receivers and throwing the ball down the field. So whichever receiver can make plays down the field, they're going to go to. I think Trey Harris, him and Chris Marshall might be competing, but Trey Harris has a little bit of the experience. He'll be the guy that is the the deep threat that um, Jackson Dart can go to. So there's he's going to get a lot of targets in that spring game, in my opinion. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast. It's Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Pratt, thank you very much for stopping by tonight. Good episode, man. I can't wait to do the defensive side of the ball next week. I'm excited. Looking forward to the spring game. Looking forward to talking defense and really appreciate you having me on. No problem, buddy. Take care. See ya. Bye.